You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. On this week's episode of Down the Wire, the World Series is winding down. Let's get at it. The NBA is heating up, and the trade deadline has passed. Has your team impressed you? Ours has. All this and more are coming at you. Down the Wire. Every time we do it, y'all, we do it with fire. Episode number 91. We're so old. Down the wire. 91 weeks, baby. Absolutely. If you know what happens, Dave, if you add 91, it equals 10. That's that's some deep shit right there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we're practically at 100, but not quite there. <laughs> Nine weeks. <laughs> yeah, but it was more like we're practically at 10. No. This is how you no. phrase that. No, I know. I was That was what I was doing. I was testing you guys. Welcome to Down the Wire, uh, where we talk professional sports in unprofessional ways. My name's Tom. It's my brother, Dave. Oh, hi. And uh, yeah, dude, is this the craziest fucking week of sports in like a long time? Uh, yeah, I would say a good... This is like when Russell Wilson got traded, like this level of buzz all week. Yeah, I was I was actually like just going to say that. Um, thanks. Oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> that means we're on the same page. We're Let's ride. Good. Let's ride. Oh, God. Broncos country. Let's ride. I... We are recording Friday morning. A little bit later than it's usual. Weird. Doesn't it feel weird? Doesn't it sound weird? Like Ooh, was that X Files? Yeah. Okay. That was good. Good to add that in. We had some crazy shit going down this week, and I think it all stems from this wild ass NFL week. Now we saw Thursday night football. Uh, we both had Philly winning this one. Yes. I put my plus 21 on him. Why not? Fuck it. Just get it out of the way. Didn't happen. No, it didn't. But Philly knew they were going to win the whole game, so they pretty much just played to win. They were like, fuck this. It's Thursday night. We didn't care. Uh, we knew once we got a lead, it was going to be over, and they got a lead pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah. I, look, I don't, they ran with was, I don't think anyone was shocked. By this game, um, I, I thought honestly the the twenty one pointer was, I, I thought it was going to be there for you. I'm surprised. Not really ever close, even. So, I mean, it's okay. Not really the end of the world. Maybe you'll lose yours, and that'll Where, be easier. 
yeah, it's not going to happen. Uh, but what did, what did you feel about the Texans red? Uh, I like them. Yeah, yeah I don't like hate them, them either. Uh, I a lot of people were kind of shitting on them, but you know we here we might have to adopt alternate uniforms into our uh, like show title as Ooh, well. You okay, know, like, we are the uh, the unofficial podcast of backup quarterbacks, revenge games. And alternate uniforms. Mm, okay, yeah, we should be able to judge alternate uniforms of any sport. I like that. Yeah, I, I, but like honestly, are there really any alternate uniforms where like nah, just like straight pass? How do you feel about Steelers Bumblebee? I I dig them. I like them. Yeah, I do too. I think as the, well. honestly, the, you know what the one that that does bother me. The Leatherhead Blues from the Packers. Oh, I was actually going to say those uh, regular green, the the like alternate greens where they go green on green with yellow helmet. No, I'm okay with those. Oh, no, no, no. No, those, the, the those Leatherhead are... Blue ones are gross. The, the Packers, it's like, why mess up a good thing? Yeah. You know what I want instead? Just give me a different logo with like the football player in front of the tree. You know which one I'm talking about? No. Yeah, they had that logo for a hot second. The Packers did? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like a Brownie the Elf type situation? Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's way old, though. Like this one. With, like, the football there and all that shit. This oh. Logo. Yeah, with, like, the, sorry, not the tree. It was a state. <laughs> <laughs> state kind of looks like a tree. But it, this is, like, this, if they had that logo on a helmet. Okay, I can get behind that. Yeah, right? Just uh, just a little bit of a variation. Yeah, yeah, I don't hate that. I don't hate that at all. Maybe go uh, maybe go with, like, the, the, like, crossing letters. I don't know. I just think, like, it's Green Bay. You really don't have to F with it too much. You know what I mean? Yeah, and you know what? That's exactly what the Packers did this week, is they didn't F with anything. Yeah, so the Eagles made some trade buzz news when they got Robert Quinn last week. And that would end up being like the 10th most important trade we saw this week. Maybe Holy shit. Everyone was getting moved. It was nuts. And the green Bay Packers did not make a move. Thank you. Thank you. No, no, Dave say thank you. Thank you. Yes. Because we did not want them to trade for anyone. And anyone who wanted Green Bay to trade for someone, please comment who you wanted them to get. Because I would like to know that if you were a Chase Claypool guy, um, yeah, if the Bears were going to give up the same amount as us, their picks are going to be worth more. So that makes sense. We didn't get him. Yeah. And insert whatever senior citizen wide receiver you wanted. (laughs) AJ Green. I think the best option for Green Bay, if they wanted to bring someone in, would be to sign Odell Beckham anyway. Uh, the best option to either trade for someone at the deadline, or if they did want to bring someone in, I think the best move would be Odell Beckham. Well, first of all, Odell is going to ride coattails. We already know that's what he's going to do. It's what he did last season with the Rams. Yeah, Good for him. Won his title. And honestly, was very effective. Yeah. But just watch Odell right now. He's going to wait until the absolute possible fucking day. He's going to gronk it. And going to sign with, he was talking the Giants, but I bet you it's the Bills. I would bet you money he signs with the Bills. The Bills. Okay. Come on, he'll come in for nothing just to 
uh, just to win another ring. I was thinking Chiefs. Sure, that works too. Yeah. Him and him and Pat Mahomes working together, something they like that. They got so many fucking wide receivers there. Yeah. Now. Well, MVS, you got uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, Kadarius Tony, Michael Hardman. You love saying Michael Hardman. You're the one who said. Who'd you say first? MVS. Yeah. Ugh, gross. Uh, let's actually go through these trades and uh, like, let's see if there's an impact there. Yeah, I can okay. do that. Uh, Bills get their running back, man. Naheem Hines from the Colts. Yeah, this trade actually was like at the buzzer and kind of swept under the rug. Not only do the Bills get Naheem Hines, but Buffalo sends Zach Moss there as well, too. And a fifth round pick as well going I, over. I got a sixth round. Uh, conditional fifth, I think it says here. Ah, okay, so okay. maybe that's why. Yeah, um, I think that Naheem Hines in that offense could be pretty lethal with like the dink and dunk option now Josh Allen's going to have too. Scat back guy. They don't need him to carry every down, obviously, with Singletary. Devin Singletary? Yep. Yeah, that didn't sound right for some reason. Were you trying to go Mike? No, I don't think so, but... You sure? You are a guy that likes to take his pants off. Uh, yeah, just for attention. Then, I'm going to say Naeem Hines, that's like a B-. minus. Oh, I think this is an A-plus move. Really? Just yeah. because they needed a running back? They need a running back so bad, and Devlin Singletary isn't that guy. Naheem Hines is also a dude that is uh, definitely more of a power back kind of character. You know, Devin, Devin Singletary is the type of guy that just sort of lays back um, and, and you know tries to do that scat back stuff. Naheem Hines is a perfect complementary back for them and especially giving up Zach Moss and a six round pick or fifth, I guess it doesn't matter which one it's next to nothing. I don't even think he was the best running back moved though. Uh, well, I mean, definitely not with Jeff Wilson being moved on this day. I, I know Christian McCaffrey obviously steals the overall trade deadline now, but if we're talking about on deadline day, this Jeff Wilson to Miami move, I think it's sneaky good for them. I, I mean, this is a guy that is in the Shanahan offense, right? And has done really well in the Shanahan offense. And now he gets to go to Miami, which is just the AFC Shanahan offense. I think he's going to th thrive in Miami right now. Jeff Wilson. Um, I mean, they, they had to find another backup after they got rid of Chase Edmonds. Right. Uh, so, I mean, I, I guess it made sense. I don't know. I, don't you think a fifth rounder is a lot for Jeff Wilson? No, I think he's going to be really good. I, right. I do. Especially in Miami because Chase Edmonds has been like their best guy for, I don't even know. Remember, I don't even know whoever plays running back in Raheem Miami. Mostert dog. Well, yeah, but he hasn't been playing. Has he? The whole, the whole fucking locker room is just comprised of old 49ers. I don't know ever who's playing running back for the Miami Dolphins. I, I it's the only team that I can never remember who the fuck plays running back. Miami had a big day though. Like you said, they got rid of chase Edmonds. Uh, they got rid of a first and a fourth round pick, but they get Bradley Chubb too. Yeah. Is and that, that probably, the biggest name moved? Uh, deadline day. Yeah. Yeah. I can get down with that. Yeah. I definitely can get down with that. And they signed him. 
on top of that, five years. Yeah. That's Fat big contract. Big dude. deal. Big deal for Bradley Chubb. Is this uh this is like an all in move right here. Miami's all in. They think they have a legit ass team, and I completely agree with them. I think that adding to this team that's proven to be pretty nasty when two is healthy, pretty dog shit when he's not. I heard uh Michael Urban say that that's how you know two is the guy is when the team sees you're undefeated with them and then you lose without them. Like there's so much trust in the locker room now with Tua because of how the things. Well, I don't know about that. Like then you're kind of creating, like you're setting yourself up for failure. If Tua goes down again, which there is an increased possibility of that happening. Right. Uh, If he goes down, then you're just kind of deflating your team. If you ask me, but well, I mean, Skylar, Th- Skylar Thompson, like, really gets you excited. You have Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah. Yeah, you do. You do have Teddy Bridgewater, at least. Man, y'all are assholes, dude. Mm. Y'all assholes. Uh, what about uh, the Jaguars getting Calvin Ridley? Did you like that move? Uh, yeah. Two LOL. conditional draft picks. Jesus Christ. Yes. The, uh, the same team that Calvin Ridley bet on his team to beat and is the reason why he's suspended is now a part of their organization. Yeah, with potential of giving up a fifth or a sixth-round pick from this year and a 2024 either second, third, or fourth-round pick. Okay. Yeah, depends on when Ridley is reinstated and other factors. Uh, I don't know exactly what that means. I mean, he's pretty good when he plays. Calvin Ridley's a pretty good player, and we've seen Trevor Lawrence, I mean... Worst start ever as a number one pick right now. What at five and twenty? Is that what they said? Yeah, that's just dog shit, man. I didn't realize how bad he was. I mean, you were right. The uh, idea of him being a bust, right? Like, now you're like, that's not good. Good five and twenty is not good. Cannot be five and twenty. That's that's kind of a problem. This one kind of small move, but. Little bit of a headline, I guess. William Jackson. You remember he signed the big deal in Washington, which that was your fault for doing that already, guy. He gets traded to Pittsburgh uh, for a conditional sixth, which, you know, pretty dog shit situation to get drafted to as well there, too. I I have nothing to say on that move. I it's His name is William Jackson. I have no clue who that is. Well... Sorry, like sorry. Oh, nice. I was gonna say sorry as well, but it was gonna be a Miss Jackson pun. Oh, <laughs> okay. Uh, do you want to talk about the biggest receiver move down the day? Sure. Chase Claypool. Oh, that's not who I was thinking. Who were you thinking? Different receiver. Am I missing someone? I mean, not a receiver, but a receiver. Okay. Uh, Chase Claypool to the Bears. Bears kind of think Justin Fields the guy. Are you scared by that? Uh, I I think he'll be fine. I I got to believe in Justin Fields a little bit. I have to see him a little bit more. He's shown better play this season. Yeah, I season. mean, as a Packer fan, are you scared by that? Uh, I, it, eh. 
Man. You're not intimidated by Justin Fields? I, I, look, I have too many other things to worry about than Justin Fields. Okay, that's respect. That's respect. I get that. I do feel, though, that a second-round pick is a lot for Chase Claypool. As I, a guy, like, yeah. they're, giving, they're giving him based off of what he did that those first, what, six games or right. something like that? Is he going to be – well, his TikTok account comes with it, too, so that'll bring in some revenue as well. Uh, but does that mean, like, Chase Claypool is going to be their number one? Hundred? Uh, no. Yes. Yeah. Right. Because it's not yes. going to be Darnell Mooney after they just traded for all that. Well, Darnell Darnell Mooney has to be the number one for the first couple of games, and right. then then Chase kind of acclimates himself to that. Probably number, definitely number one by next year. Yeah. Probably number one by what week? Twelve. Yeah, we're on week eight, right? Yeah, a couple going of weeks. into week nine. Going into week nine. Yeah, I, I don't know if I, I mean, I would have loved the Packers to try out for nah. that, which they did. Nah. I don't think giving up a second round pick for them, necessarily the move, if they could have gave up maybe a third, I would flirt with it. Yeah. But um, I think a third yeah. is the right, is the right call. Was like he a second right round pick? pick? He might have been yes. a second round yes, he pick. Was. Yeah. He was picked the, the round after um, Jordan Love, by the way. Was Jordan Love's birthday this week? You know, shout outs. We're getting up to like Wisconsin sports birthday month. December fifth, sixth, and seventh, I think, is Yelich, Giannis, and Rogers all respectfully what somewhere around. Rad. There. What a rad fucking uh month that is. Uh, you know, another Bears move that I think is huge was them getting rid of Roquan Smith to the Ravens for a second and fifth round pick. I think it was good on both sides. This move is the better move for the Bears, in my opinion. Um, obviously, it sounded like Roquan was done there yeah. at the beginning of the year, which maybe things mellowed out a little bit, but they were probably progressing towards a trade already at this point anyway, some point during the season or wherever that might have come. But I really, for some reason, just love the idea of Roquan Smith in Baltimore. Yeah. Like, I think that is where he's meant to play. But, Ro you know, look Roquan at those two franchises between Bears and Ravens. Most iconic positions, arguably, are their middle linebackers. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but they, they had to. Roquan... Roquan was selling on the team, man. And even though he, he tried to play it off like, oh, yeah, we're, we're going to be He, like, here. cried when Quinn got traded. Yeah, shut shit. the fuck up, dude. Like, get out of here. Uh, Roquan needed to go. And him going to Baltimore feels like a right move. And uh, second and fifth round, I'm, I'm trying to think if that's too much. Uh, if they sign him, no. Right? And he's good. Get one more deal out of him. I feel like it. you didn't need to give up the fifth round pick. I mean, Baltimore is a pretty deep team. I guess they could have used it on a receiving option in some way. Have we heard if Mark Andrews is going to be out or in? We should uh, we should really be looking at like inactives every week when we make our picks, but we just go off straight fucking vibes yeah, every well, week instead. No, I mean, I'm just curious, like probably makes a difference in if what we would pick if Mark Andrews is in or not. But I I really think that Roquan Smith, once he learns that defense, I mean, he's like a natural leader kind of guy. He came into 
Chicago and was a beast already. I think he's going to be good in Baltimore. That that could really be a huge piece for the season if we, if everything pans out perfectly. Uh, so looking at it right now, uh, Mark Andrews otherwise absent from practice to open week nine. Mm, okay, so, you know, say questionable. We'll say, yeah, don't don't quite know. I I don't. You know, unfortunately, I can't get a fucking answer anywhere from like the first five websites. You know, thanks. You just look at the injury report and just see if he's on it. I'm going to bet he's questionable. And then I guess the last move we'll talk about the rich get richer in a way. Minnesota Vikings, TJ Hawkinson looks pretty good for them right there. Yeah. And all they did was give up two picks. Yeah. Uh, They're pretty valuable though. Weren't they? It was a four, uh, second and a third, second and third. And then a pick swap. Yeah. I don't know. I I think that is a lot for Hawkinson because while yes, he's a pretty good tight end. There's an argument to be said that tight ends are not important unless they're Travis Kelsey, Mark Andrews or George Kittle. I think TJ Hawkinson though, is one of those tight ends. That's just a hair below. Do you rather have Hawkinson or Darren Waller? Probably Waller. Would you rather have Hawkinson or Tanyan? Definitely Hawkinson. Would you rather have Hawkinson or David Njoku? Hawkinson. Really? Okay. All right. You're taking Njoku first? Uh, It just depends on what you want, I guess. Like, Hawkinson, I think, can block better than Njoku, but Njoku's probably a better vertical weapon, in my opinion. Mm. I think Hawkinson is a little overrated as a receiver, in my opinion. All right, all right. But I I really do like the move a lot for Minnesota. That's I I sound like I'm, you know, saying a lot. I I think this was a perfect move for them. Irv Smith Smith goes down. Yeah. I think Hawkinson's going to make an impact. Minnesota's got this division on lock, it seems like now. And it's a win now move. I think it really does legitimize the team a lot more. I, I think it's the last piece of their Infinity Stone offense now. Oh which uh, look at it. I mean, Dalvin Cook. Plus, they got one of the better second backs in the league in Alexander Madison. They got Justin Jefferson, top receiver in the league right now. Thielen's kind of coming back a little bit. If the O line is mediocre, okay, Kirk. It all depends on him, right? It all depends on the time they play. Yeah, it sure seems like it. (laughs) It sure does. Because now if Kirk... Kirk's got no more excuses. Uh, It sure seems like. They're going to get a new guy. (laughs) TJ Hawkinson is now his no more excuses line. (laughs) The team is... The team's stacked. The offense is stacked. They're 6-1. and They got a lot of expectations on this team. I think that... Kirk Cousins is the end-all, be-all of this Minnesota Vikings team. They will go as far as Kirk Cousins allows them to go this season. Yeah, well, you know, that's a that's a fine line right there, especially given Kirk's past. And uh, But I want to root for Kirk. I just don't want to root for Minnesota. That's the problem I face. I kind of enjoy watching Kirk Cousins play and his mannerisms compared to everyone else. But it's just like... You want to root for the guy more than anything, in my opinion. Sure. I don't know. It's I don't just, get that vibe. It's just funny because, well, because he's so 
underperforming in the big moment where you're like, come on, Kirk, let's do it. It's like, let, why not today? Why you not? Like that? You like that? Come on. You like that? Throw a you like that in there, too. Good. Yeah. Um, Good. But yes, I think that's obviously one of the bigger trades, if not Bradley Chubb. What trade makes the biggest impact this season? Of oh, all those trades. Shit. And then give me one that's the best long term, I guess, if you want to go with that. Uh, biggest impact this season. Oh my! Uh, you know what, Roquan to the Ravens. Okay, Roquan to the Ravens is definitely the biggest one. Um, like the other ones, don't get me wrong, are bigger players, but I don't know if, don't know necessarily if it's going to be the biggest results, right? Like Roquan can single handedly help those Ravens win that division. He can control a game. And if they run a similar defense, especially with the, with the way the Ravens were giving up big plays and stuff over the middle, like Bradley Chubb move also is pretty big in my opinion as well. Yeah. But I don't think it's as, as big, but that Miami defense getting the, getting an edge rusher as well on top of it. I, I mean, I really like Miami. They might win a playoff game. Shit. I mean, you know what? Naheem Hines to the Colt, um, to the Colts, to the Bills is also kind of big too. The Bills needed a running game. Now they have it. Oh yes. You hear Dan Snyder might sell the team? Did I? Did I ever fuck that guy, dude? Like, do you know how hilarious it would be to have? Jeff Bezos and Jay-Z just sit next to each other every week watching Commanders football. Let's go! Why can Jeff Bezos buy a team? Uh, yeah, like I said, I feel like this is a conflict of interest. Right? But I I don't know how that works. It shouldn't be a thing with the way Thursday night football runs. Well, he technically stepped down at Amazon, right? Is he officially gone from the company? I don't think what? he's gone. He stepped down as like the CEO and uh, I, I knew nothing of this. Yeah. But. He was taken like a different role. I, I don't know how much his involvement is with the company anymore, but still it's Amazon. You will forever incorporate Jeff Bezos with Amazon. I knew nothing of this. So this is, this is all on you, bud. Well, it was, <laughs> uh, it was, a while ago, even he's technically he doesn't have the same amount of power. It was all when his wife and stuff for him going through that. I, I think that he shouldn't be able to own a team if he's in control of Thursday night football. If he makes any money from Thursday night football, he should not be able to own a team. It it, it seems very questionable. Or or the Commanders have to play every Thursday. Oh man. Every Thursday, no matter what, that's Commanders. Do you really want that, though? Uh, I mean, that kind of makes the most sense. Ugh. Could you imagine that NFL makes a schedule where it's just only Commanders playing on Thursdays? That would be so hilarious. It would be like the Thanksgiving schedule for them every week. Yeah, I don't like it. (laughs) I don't like it at all! Well, then he shouldn't be able to. Although, Jay-Z, that would be hilarious. RG3 saying he wants to get in on this. Uh, he said he's made $400 million in funding already. I don't know who is supporting RG3 owning a team <laughs> with $400 million, but respect. And then we got this guy, uh, Byron Allen? Brian Allen. I got to go look real quick now because I liked it and I wanted to just highlight it. Uh, it is Byron Allen, yes. Uh, media mogul preparing a bid by the Commanders. Um, 
it would be the second bid at NFL ownership this year for him. I'm sure he went for the Broncos job, right? That was the other one that was sold. Probably. Uh, he'd be the first black NFL owner. So that would be pretty sick, Let's too. Let's go! Yeah, pretty cool. All right. Why don't we get into <laughs> some other shit now? The World Series! We're one away! Let's go, Dusty! Dude, Dusty Baker could get a dub. That's and all I want in this world. Mattress Matt could make these guys eat shit. <laughs> Dude, Mattress Mac just telling guys to go fuck off because he's so high stressed right now on this Astros team. I love it. I love it. I'm all for it. He's going to win $75 million if the Astros win the World Series. That's just legit. Legit as fuck. And the Astros continue to just give Carlos Correa the biggest of middle fingers with the play of Jeremy Pena right now in this World Series. Yeah, man. He's um, he's borderline MVP for this series. Uh, yeah. I would say, yeah. I think so. I don't understand why they keep batting Altuve leadoff because he's just sucking right now. Like, it's, I get it. He's Jose it's Altuve. It's fine. But it's fine. Wasn't looking good after game three when Lance McCullers was just tipping all his pitches. Everyone knew what was coming the entire game. Kept hitting home run after home run. The Philly fans are crazy. I, this is a, definitely a problem, I think, losing two in Philly. The first two home losses they've had in the postseason. You think the Astros close this in six? Oh, yeah. Are, are they back home? Or is yeah, it... it'll end at home. It's now the two games are I've, in Are you Houston. sure? Because wasn't baseball doing like the weird thing where it was like. That's basketball. They go back to back. Like the sixth game is at one no, place. that's not what the... I was going to say. The... Thanks for fucking in. Okay, well, you can just say a different wrong thing if you want. Go ahead. Well, look, baseball, didn't they used to do it? It was like. Two for the for the the team the winning team of the All Star right, and then it was three at the other one, and then two. Remember that's that? what it is. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's literally what I was asking. Well, then what were you? I don't know what you were questioning. That's what it's going to be the we'll next two you. in Houston. That's we'll what fight I said. You. It's going to be the next two in Houston. Fight you, damn it! And I do think that's you think that's weird, or you think that's normal? It's a little weird. You'd rather it be like the NBA where it's like two, two, one, one, one. That's a lot of travel. You know what I mean? I think yeah. the MLB does it right. But the basketball NBA can do it. Why can't uh, why can't baseball players do it? Be well, first of all, this has been the exact same format in baseball for 783 years. Yeah, so but we've don't you already proven that tradition. old heads are wrong. And well, tradition sucks. The play-in was the alternative. They were like, okay, we'll do this. What are you talking we'll about? let the every man, team the make Manfred the playoffs. The man is here to stay, baby. Oh, man. Did you see the guy who took the top Reddit comment for what he would say to Bob Manfred because he was sitting next to him? No. Oh, um, yeah. So... A gentleman. Hey, Rob, if you want the youth and the blackouts, dumbass. Hey, Dan. He, uh, he was on a Reddit page. He said he would put the top comment. He would say it to Bob Manfred, whatever was the most up-liked thing or whatever the hell it's called. Yeah, upvoted. Yeah, and 
he proceeds to yell at uh, Bob Manfred that if you want the viewers, then end the blackouts, dumbass. And then... <laughs> accurate. Yeah, so... 100% accurate. I, I think uh, I think that's what it was. I'll throw it in there. But yeah, it was pretty good. Pretty good stuff. World Series is honestly been pretty solid this year. It's been pretty yeah. high action. I saw the no-hitter as well. That was pretty big. Uh, I did not expect the Phillies to put up this much fight, um, which is nice to see. I mean, like, it's a competitive World Series, man, um, and good for them. I'm sure uh, Nationals fans are elated to see Bryce Harper failing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this would have been painful for Joe if the Phillies were winning the World Series. <laughs> this would be really bad. Um. Okay, yeah, we'll talk more baseball once it's over, and then we'll have, like, a little awards segment and shit. Dude, I'm sorry, baseball writers announcing the MVPs November 17th. That's just too long. It's so late. It's so late. Like Such I, a for, long I, I just don't care. I don't care anymore. Like, at this point, right, this is now, since March, I've had to wait and watch this shit, and now, all the way in November, you're going to tell me... This is it that we could have been named the MVPs already for the regular season only. We could have been done with uh, the fucking season. One more game. One more game. Hopefully NBA talk now. Dude, Bucks fuck, man. Yeah, they're, they're just disgusting. This is the best we've seen them. Maybe Giannis is on his uh, on his shit right now. He is go into town on every last one of these teams that he's playing against. What's, what's he averaging right now? Like 30. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. He's playing a lot and we did have to play Detroit the last two games, which was really weird. Um, yeah, that was like back to back at home. Right. I've never seen that. I've never seen that. It was Monday, Wednesday, home, home against Detroit both games that was very odd and that seems like a perfect situation to back and forth not a hard travel day you know detroit to milwaukee i'm wondering if we have to do that with them this year too that seems like that's the only way to make that up because that's bullshit in my opinion i mean it doesn't really matter either way well don't you get two is it two games right for uh uh, at each place for the right yeah it'll be the is it in conference or division I know, I, that, dude, I, and I know they the play division, everyone. The division shit always loses me. I just worry about conferences at this point. Yeah. <laughs> like, fuck, I, I don't do this. Yeah, the NBA division thing is weird, division. too. It's not really talked about as much. Like you said, it's more of a conference thing with the NBA. Um, the Bucks are 7-0. and Drew Holiday. Not looking like they're going to slow down anytime Drew soon. Drew Holiday, Brooke Lopez. Oh, my God. I'm so happy everyone gets to see how nasty Brooke Lopez is. He's just playing out of his damn mind right now. I, if he plays like that, I, we're going to have great things to talk about all year long. Oh, yeah. We still have Chris Middleton, Pat Connington, Joe Ingles to come back. I mean, waiting on Jay Crowder. Really? For who? Grayson Allen? Straight up? I mean, if they do that, I'm down. Straight up. I, I already said some combination of Grayson, George Hill in a second. 
I don't even think you need to get rid of George Hill. I just said a combination. A combination. Mm-hmm. I am waiting for Jay Crowder. I'm going to keep saying it, and I'm going to speak it until it happens. I am almost going to argue and say no, and just, just keep the team. <laughs> I am almost going to argue no. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I, I don't even think this team needs to switch up. Uh, I, I really think this team's already ready. I want that dog. I want that dog on this team. Yeah, the team's just full of dogs. I, I mean, mean, no, not, not fucking Jay Crowder dog. Mm, I no. mean, we had PJ Tucker, dude. That's who. They dude, have missing. you seen Javon Carter play? Javon Carter's the epitome of dog. All right. Speaking of PJ Tucker, Phillies, oops, getting uh, those those uh, fines and suspensions and shit or whatever. Yeah, tampering, right? What, yeah. What were they doing? They to get got them? the Bucks treatment. Remember mm. that was when they were talking to the Bogdan shit. What? Yeah. Well, I'm saying for two PJ Tucker, mm. uh, they and uh, I want to say Daniel House, which is like okay. Imagine losing picks because of Daniel House. Like <laughs> that's a tough, <laughs> tough scene right there. Daniel House in 2022. Oh God! Doesn't he spell his name like with a U E L or something at the end too? Like really weird. Uh, I don't even know. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Um. But this Bucks team, man, it's got me all sorts of excited. Where I mean, are you at? Uh, where are you at with the other fr- like uh, favorites initially? I guess like Golden State's kind of sinking right now. Yeah, a little bit slowing down. They'll be fine, I think. I mean, you got to remember that's the team that. We're literally punching each other in the face to start the season. So yeah. anywhere but up from there. I really like Toronto. I, I really do. I don't yeah, know you, why. You always talk Toronto, man. Dude, they look really good. They they play like a unit, kind of like the Bucks in a way. They, they're really high chemistry, it feels like. Pascal Siakam is taking a leap as a player. They, they got a deep bench, too. I like Toronto a lot. I get it. Yeah, they're they're like my body. And <laughs> a unit. Also, <laughs> what about uh this crazy crazy NBA coaching story we got going in Brooklyn right now? What? I don't know what you're talking about. Um <laughs> Steve Nash. Bye. Garbage. Uh, Steve Nash like Nah, Steve Nash not garbage. <sighs> Steve Nash coach. not garbage. I mean, to be fair, yeah, the situation not great. But yeah, you had he, a bunch of fucking. Divas. You think he's getting another job? Uh, I'll say eventually. Okay. Okay. Sure. I, I guess. I, I don't know. I don't think so. Great I, commentary, Tom. But <laughs> Ime Udoka is now set to be named the new head coach of the Brooklyn Nets. Godspeed. Holy shit, man. What? Now, but here's the good news about this, right? Here's the good news. I think we're going to get some fucking answers, right? I mean, he's not going to not be able to talk if he's the head coach of a team. I mean, the media is going to instantly come after him. But what the fuck? How did this all? This all happened in a span of like 20 minutes, it felt like, too. Was it much longer than that? No, not really. I, uh, I, I, got, Steve Nash was fired, and then it was boom. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, 
I don't know. Like it, it hasn't like nothing's been set in stone about it though. There, it's all just kind of assumed at this point, which is extra weird. Yeah. How do you think Jacques Vaughn is feeling right now through this whole process? Happy he's not coaching the fucking Nets. Well, he is right now. Well, you know what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> fuck that, dude. I would. That's like the one place I don't want to be. I, I, who did I hear? Colin Cowherd. Uh, Colin Cowherd said that if there was any superstar that he would trade for assets, like any any one guy, it would be Kyrie Irving. Mm. Like. Oh wow! I you know what? I never really thought of it that way, but you know, Kyrie is definitely a stud, but he's also certifiably crazy. Yeah, and a detriment to your team. You know, we don't need to go into details on that. Uh, you know, all I need to say is fuck you, Jason Whitlock, too. Well, and now Kyrie's going to get suspended for his actions. Yeah, uh, five games, which I mean, okay, whatever. Like that's really anything to these NBA guys. And he's going to make millions regardless this season now with no. this. Well, it's, well five well, games without pay. Right, exactly. Regardless, he's going to get his money. Um, but the Nets are an absolute dumpster fire. I don't think they're savable. It doesn't matter. And now I'm almost sympathetic for Kevin Durant where he was requesting the trade this year. No, fuck that <laughs> guy too. He's He's obviously a big reason for why Steve Nash got fired and his whole... I was taking a nap and I found out he got fired. I was like, damn, that sucks. Like, wow. Thanks. Shut up. Yeah, Thanks, shut up, Kev. Bum. He's probably going to get moved to. How does Brooklyn always fuck these trades up? I mean, they just always do. Remember, they their entire franchise started in Brooklyn, which is now 10 years ago. They started with the Boston trade that's gone down as probably the worst trade of all time in NBA history. And. Then they trade for, well, they didn't trade for, do they trade for Kyrie or Kevin Durant or they sign them both? They definitely signed Kevin. Yeah. I want to say they signed Kyrie too. Okay. So they signed them both. But anyway, then they get the James Harden trade and then trade James Harden again. And that's just looked so terrible. James Harden out a month. Yeah. Yeah. That's not, that's not great for Philly either. But now. I think this Brooklyn team's pretty hopeless. I, I if I'm going to be honest, that I that's where I would go with it. Uh, and the, you know another team got a shout out that I did say was going to make some fucking noise. Second in the East right now, Cleveland. I, I was dead on that Cleveland team. You like Cleveland? I I think Cleveland's decent. I I like Cleveland too. I I think the experience is going to come up at some point. They're a very young team. The Bucks are the oldest team in the NBA, and I think it's really helping them, actually. Uh, they're 29 average age right now, and Giannis is only 27. Well, you know, we're we're looking too far ahead for that shit. We got a lot of seeds. Yeah, we don't need to have to worry about these playoffs. But the college football playoffs. Ooh. You like that? What a fucking tease. Look dude. at me. Look at me. I'm a fucking segwayer. New college football playoff rankings. The first ones have arrived. And, whoa. We we don't talk a lot of college football. But... Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. 
Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Tennessee being ranked number one. That's fucking lit, man. That, that's, um, that's great content right there, CFP. If you want people to tune into this now... That'll shock the world right there. And I think Tennessee's had a fantastic season. You know, they've beaten Alabama this year. They've obviously gone undefeated everywhere else. So, cool. Put them at number one. The top four rounds out as Tennessee, Ohio State, Georgia, Clemson. With five and six being Michigan and Alabama looking out. Seven, TCU is also undefeated as well. Now. I think that's fair. Uh, Yeah, I, for sure. The obviously Michigan, if you're upset that you're not in, it's not really a big deal. All you gotta do is beat, beat Ohio State and you're in, right? You do went, it. You went out. So that's pretty much saying that we got an opportunity for three SEC teams to make this real real easy. Oh my god. Real easy. Real easy. Because all that has to happen is one of the Big Ten teams gets knocked out. And then, you know, Georgia beats Tennessee in a close one, so then they feel sorry for Tennessee. Or or Clemson loses. You know what I mean? It's it's gonna be somewhere around there. We we are very close to that. I personally personally I'm still in the belief that I think Ohio State is the best team in the country. I mean, that team is just stacked with talent. They got 
athletes everywhere. You know how Ohio State does it on top of that. And if I'm going to be honest, it's kind of who I'm rooting for as well for this whole process too. Really like C.J. Stroud. Uh, they got Smith and Jeeba. I don't. I don't know how to pronounce his name. That's God bless you. Yeah, exactly. Um, he's pretty nasty. He's going to be pretty good when he gets in there. We'll we'll definitely talk about him this year when we do our mock draft episode. Are you going to tune into any of the CFP stuff? Because I know you don't watch college football. Are you I, interested a little bit at least? No, no. I haven't watched any college football this year, um, admittedly. But I've been so big on uh, the pro st- side of things. I-, I normally don't really get into the college stuff. I might watch like the championship game. Mm-hmm. Um, but I normally like to watch just film once it gets to draft season. Yeah. Like yeah. that's really where I kind of like to take in my college football. So then from a complete outsider perspective, who are you leaning? I, I mean, as far as like who I think is going to win or who do I want to win? Why not both? Well, I want Tennessee to win. Okay. I think that would be rad. Uh, who do I think is going to win? Give me Clemson. Really? Yeah. They that have... team seems a little dysfunctional, man. Sure, but I have a feeling they can uh, sort of like right the wrong. Mm. Okay. The thing I have with Clemson is... Debo. When, yeah, when it's like your coach... It's it, sometimes it's sometimes it's hard, you know, when your coach is the front runner of your or organization of your university. Alabama does it so well with Nick Saban, right? But the other teams that do it, sometimes you just need a player to kind of take a lot of the heat, not the, not a coach to take a lot of the heat. But Clemson can do it too if they need to, I guess. I'm I'm taking Ohio State. That's why I think's going. That's why I think's going to win it. Tennessee, right. fuck them, fuck them, fuck them. Wheel, are you okay? She's getting comfy over there, dog. Jeez. We got to go back to football now because we do this every week. It's time. Yeah, we gave the top top four for the college football playoffs. Here's our top five and power bottoms for the NFL. Mm Mm-hmm. So, week in and week out, we've been ranking the NFL teams as the top five and the power bottoms of the NFL. Um... It's not been far off every week. We've kind of been nailing them. These are like the best teams to watch and the worst teams to watch every week. So I'm going to start us off with number five. Yeah. Hmm. At number five, I'm going to put the Miami Dolphins. All right. I think they've made a lot of moves. I think they're really good. I think when Tua plays, they are a Super Bowl contender. Dare I say. Hmm. Um, Interesting. There is a little bit of worry, I guess, playing Kansas City or Buffalo in an AFC matchup, but they easily could be the third best team in the AFC without competition, in my opinion. All right. Okay. I I, I can get behind that. Um, I'm not putting them in my top five number four sorry i'm gonna put the minnesota vikings oh bro what i'm okay i'm done with you okay i'm done with you 
I think they add Hawkinson, and I'm excited. I'm gonna I'm gonna hype him up. I'm All gonna right. hype him up because I've been sniffing for maybe something to bitch about with him, and I'm gonna try to change my tone for a week on him and see what happens. Okay. Sure. Um, who are they playing this week that I have to hopefully not bite my tongue with? Uh, I got him right here. What is it? When I go to number three. Um, that's what I'm going to say. Commanders. <laughs> okay. Yeah. They're going to look fucking amazing this week. Great. Number three. I'm going to put Dallas Cowboys. Okay. I think Dallas Cowboys are a pretty damn whoa. good football team. Whoa, 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 whoa. What you were. Wait. Yeah. Do you not realize what you have just done? Hmm. No, I realize what I've done. I realize what I've done. Yeah. Dallas Cowboys are number three. Okay. <laughs> number two, I'm going to put the Buffalo Bills. I swear to fucking God. The Bills I are swear the to fucking best God. Team in the league. I swear to God. And then number one, I'm going to put the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. And one A, I'm going to put the Kansas City Chiefs. We do like six every week. You know how it is. Not we. That is a you thing. We did you six fuck. too last No, week. I have not. Well, then I'm going to say the Bills, Chiefs, and Eagles all are the best team. All of them. I can't press this button enough. Fuck you and your fucking fuck fucks. Mm. God damn it, you piece of shit. <laughs> Number five, Dallas Cowboys. Uh, they are a great defense, and Dak Prescott is getting into his form. I'm liking it. Uh, I think they're only going to get better. And once Mike McCarthy comes up here and absolutely kicks the living fuck out of the Green Bay Packers, uh, he's going to be just invigorated mm. and close the last Ponderosa in Wisconsin. Uh, number four, a team that I can't believe you missed, that they are clearly uh, a better team than Minnesota, the San Francisco 49ers right now. Mm. They need to be in, in your top five. Mm. They, getting CMC is going to be such a big move for them, and you are going to see plays galore. We don't like, even know if they're better than Seattle yet. Stop it. Stop it. It. I love Seattle, but let's sounds be like real. you're writing off Gino. I, I I'm going. He's to. not going to write back. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, number three, Kansas City Chiefs. Sorry, you lost to the Bills. Number two, the, the Buffalo Bills. That's right. You have a loss in there too. So number one has to be the Philadelphia fucking Eagles. Man, you think the 49ers would beat the Dolphins? Yes. I feel like that's an amazing game. I would love to watch that. I mean, I, I don't know. Mike um, Mike McDaniel's revenge game. Yeah, I really like what Miami's got going right now. I'm almost buying what you were selling. Like, I'm, I, I'm look, in on that. Miami is, is there, but at the same point, I, I think, are you going to see Miami pass the Bills? No. No. Are you going to see San Francisco pass the Seahawks? Maybe. I mean, there is there is a much stronger probability that the 49ers win out than 
the Dolphins. Okay. Just saying. Okay. Uh, power bottoms. Yeah. Um, number five, Green Bay Packers. <laughs> they just suck balls. And they played their best football game and still lost. So, I don't know. That's not going to be great. Number four, Pittsburgh Steelers. Ugh. They're just dog shit to watch. Not They're fun. Gross. Not a good team. Um, number two, Carolina Panthers. Yep. Unfortunate, but sure just looks like it. And then Houston Texans. Uh, you know what? I'm going to take the Panthers out. Yeah. And I'll put the Jaguars. Yeah. I would not have the Panthers in at all. They have been playing good shit. Uh, PJ Walker, our guy. Um, so, yeah. Brutal loss last week. My uh, number five is going to be the um, Pittsburgh Steelers as well. Yeah. They are bad. And, and, yeah. Shout out Derek Watt. Just came to game show battle rooms. Yeah. Uh, cool guy. Yeah, really nice guy, actually. Pretty, res- like, cool party, respectable. And he so, just scored a touchdown, and then he came and celebrated. What's naturally, up? you were like, yo, I got this great podcast. Come on in. Yeah, it wasn't really the time. He has the same birthday as your daughter. That, that doesn't matter to me. Get his ass on the fucking podcast. What's the worst he was going to say? No. Yeah, I was in a rough spot. I was, like, not looking good. I took a picture with him after, and I was like, ugh, I should have just not taken a picture. That was fucking bad. That's fucking awful. Look at you, you piece of shit. I know. That was a bad spot. Uh, Number four, I'm going to go with the... uh, Number four, I'm going to go with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Mm -hmm. Um, And this is a little bit of foreshadowing uh, in the future, because I feel... I feel more confident in Jacksonville's ability to win than really? I do my number three team, the Indianapolis Colts. Oh, they are bad. Really? Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. You just got rid of Naheem Hines. You benched Matt Ryan. You got fucking Sam Ellinger as your starting quarterback. Baller. Bro. Maybe. Bro. I mean, Jacksonville doesn't win games. They just don't win games. They don't. But it's a problem. Neither does Indy. How many times? We've probably picked Jacksonville more than five times, right? I would uh, like to win. Like in the last Trevor Lawrence time. Because we've been doing the podcast his whole career, right? Yeah. You think we've picked Trevor Lawrence to win five times? We've had to have. I'm going to say yeah. Yeah, and they've only won five games. Yeah. Yikes. Yikes. Uh, Number two, I'm going to put the Detroit Lions. Uh, With how ass they are, I still think they're a better team than the Houston Texans. Um, Yeah. Houston. Houston's a dumpster fire. Of course, you know, we've been saying that since we've been recording these po- uh, podcast episodes. Yeah. They are the worst. Mm-hmm. They are the, just the fucking worst. <laughs> They're bad. They're bad. What do we got next? Prediction time. Yes. Uh, after last week. Where we had a nasty good week. 11 and 4 to your 10 and 5. I am 64 and 56. You are 62 and 58. Give a listen. Uh, no cap recap every Monday where we talk over that last weekend's NFL games.
Okay, what's the first game? We had uh, Thursday. We got yeah, that right. Eagles, Eagles, Texans. Both of us picked the Eagles. Yay. Tom picked the Eagles plus 21. So he already has a loss on the board. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with it. Next, Colts versus Patriots. Mm, yeah. Um, this is just a noon game? Yeah. Okay. Just making sure we didn't have any London shit or... London! Germany or whatever, right? Oh, yeah. When is that Germany game coming it's up? next week? After? That's with uh, Buccaneers Seahawks. That's what I know. Uh, I'm going to take the Patriots. Yeah, I'm definitely taking the Patriots on that. Mm-hmm. I have no faith. Uh, next up, Green Bay and Detroit. Oh, God. Um, I'm going to take the Packers. Are you, though? I'm going to take the Packers. I, too, am going to take the Packers. God, but they're going to fucking lose now. God damn it. I have, I have faith. Like, I didn't put them in mm. the power bottoms because, honestly, they... They did so much better last week. Wow. I brought it up in the no cap recap. They more or less split the run pass plays 50-50. And they still got their ass kicked. Nah, 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 nah. Settle down. Settle down. Um, I I think this is something that they're going to need, this win. And you're going against the lowly Lions. (sighs) I'm just going to beg and plead with them to win because if they if they lose if they lose this sunday i'm definitely never picking them (laughs) never never next up chargers at falcons this has like sneaky good game written all over it this will be like a no defense game (laughs) it's just gonna be offensive craziness so you know the 2020 quarterbacks uh they've all played quite a few games Right now, Tua's sitting at eighteen and nine for his career. Jalen Hurts is sixteen and ten. Joe Burrow is sixteen, seventeen, and one. And Justin Herbert is only nineteen and twenty as a starting quarterback. Um, we got to travel. Did just come off a bye. I'll I'll pick the Chargers to go five hundred. I think that, but Atlanta's fighting for first place. They well, they're not travel. fighting. They have it. Right. But they could lose it this week. Um, Can I make an amendment if I want to at some point? Fuck you. Pick now. All right. I'm going to take the Chargers. This is my first instinct. I'm taking the Chargers, too. Mm. Uh, I think that... Can I switch? Just before really? we go to the next game. Really? Fine. Okay. Okay. I want Atlanta. God. I'm excited for this now. Yes. I, I'm all in now on Now there's Atlanta. stakes, yes. damn it. Come on. Arthur uh, Smith can do this. He can, and if they lose, if the Chargers lose, it's going to be because of Brendan State. That's what I mean. If we're going coach battle here, I kind of lean Arthur Smith. Yeah. That's Give me Atlanta. Uh, next up, Bills and Jets. Oof. Are you taking your plus 21 on this one? I am not. Well, you don't have. You shouldn't because the Jets got a decent defense. But Bills, I, I'm going to take them. I'm yeah. going to say they exposed the Jets. I think the Jets were exposed last week to the fucking Patriots. Dude. Fair enough. Uh, next up, Vikings and Commanders. Yeah. Does anyone take the Commanders in this sense? I mean, 
you I, are more likely to take them with Taylor Heineke than you are with. I'm taking the Vikings, so I'm going to put this in your court here. Well, I'm taking the Vikings. Okay. Wow. I'm taking the Vikings. I just got You're done. You're the ones that I like, just got done putting them in the fucking. And yet you say top every five, week, six. Yeah, every week how they're frauds. I don't. I never explicitly say fraud. Okay? Yes, you have. No, yeah, I oh, don't. Fuck you. No. Next up, Panthers and Bengals. Gosh, uh, rough loss for the Bengals on Monday Night Football that we didn't get to talk yeah, about they a got, lot. They got their ass kicked. Jacoby Brissett, baby. Um, yeah, give me the Bengals still. Bengals as well. They're at home. I think that helps. Oh, God. Look at this trap-ass game. Raiders-Jaguars. Yikes. Who the fuck do you pick? I, you know, we just got done saying how I, I'm not. I'm, pick, I'm taking the Raiders. Oh, my God. They just got shut out last week. Uh, a lot harder games to pick. It feels like already. I'm taking the Raiders. I just got done saying I'm done picking the Jaguars. Yeah, we just we just got done talking about how Trevor Lawrence is the worst starting like quarterback drafted number one overall, like of all ever. time. Ever. Yeah. It's it's the Raiders. Ugh. Dolphins and Bears. Hmm. This could get embarrassing. You know, what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Make sure to take a picture. It's a Kodiak moment. Mm. Give me the Dolphins. Are you sure about that? Yeah. Are you absolutely sure? I would, almost, to make sh- I would almost want to run it back on Chicago. If I wouldn't have placed my plus 21 on Philly, I would place it on this game. Hmm. That's where I would lean. Yeah. Because looking at the rest of them, and you haven't picked one yet, and a lot of ass teams are off. I mean, we're not we're not seeing... Uh, so, at quick glance, yeah. I was actually going to put it on the, on the Sunday night game. Really? Wow. I have a feeling. That I think that might be a mopping. Okay. But I again that was quick glance, so I didn't really look into it. But seeing this kind of softball pick right here, mm. yeah, give me the plus twenty one on on Miami. Come on, now I'm just letting you win at this point, giving you insider advice. Well, I would have got there eventually, but sure, I was feeling good. We'll get to that game soon. Uh, next up, Cardinals at uh, Seahawks at Cardinals. Sorry. Hmm. This seems like a Seattle trap game. I'm taking Arizona. Arizona? All right, give me Seattle. I'm I'll taking Arizona because of D-Hop. D-Hop's back in now. Team's yeah. definitely a different team. Kyler, you're all in on COD, though, right now, dude. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, not Has not won a game since the new COD dropped, by well, the way. <laughs> it's one game. One game. Uh, next... Uh, is the last three o'clock game Rams and Bucks? I'm gonna take the Rams on this. Gosh, you know we saw this game at the beginning of the year and we're so excited for it, and now it's like I don't want to watch this football game. Yeah, did they say how long Cooper Cup's gonna be out? I think he's missing this one at least. As far that's kind of what the narrative was. Oh sure my seemed god! Like, but maybe I don't want to take the Cooper oh Cup injury report. Looks like. Uh, as far as right now, um, 
They, they don't have it updated, really. Uh, I told you. See, why don't you look at the game report? Ugh, it's like, just listed as questionable right now. Uh, I don't know. I'm man. still taking the Rams. This Bucks team is not good. This Bucks team's not that good. Tom Brady's looks slow. I don't think this is a game where you want to try to get right. I mean, Aaron Donald's going to eat. Tom Brady's getting sacked a lot this year. That O line trouble has been a big problem in Tampa Bay. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Rams. All right, all right, all right. Uh, I'll I'll stick to my guns on that too. Uh, last up, Titans and Chiefs. So uh, this is what I was alluding to before. I have a good feeling that this could be a plus twenty one right here. Mm. Well, <sighs> so I do get that. Because if the Chiefs go up early, that's going to be a plus 21 all day. Because the Titans don't air it out anymore. I no, mean, they really have, have to Henry. run the ball. They have to. Stack the line and, like, beg Malik Willis to throw. If I'm Mike Rabel and I win the toss, like, I, I receive first half if I'm going against the Chiefs. Just give Derrick Henry the ball. Hopefully you score first. That's the goal. And let it go from there. I'm going to take the Chiefs to win this one. I think the Chiefs are a better team. But, I mean, the Titans are sneaky 5-2. and two. I, They've they've gotten to this point. I don't know if they're good or bad. I don't have really great vibes around them. I think Derrick Henry's a beast, obviously. But I'm not really sold on Ryan Tannehill at their quarterback position. And last week, Malik Willis passed it for one time in the second half. Yeah. So... Obviously, right. airing so it out. If yeah. they go plus 21, I'm going to take a bonus moral credit. For what? Because I was right. No. Yeah. I won't fucking do that. Yeah. No. Hell no. I'm, I'm, this is my second plus 21. You have one plus 21. I know. Look, I didn't say I was actually going to add it to my score. I said I'm attributing it as... What's the score right now? Because now I'm going to keep track this week. What, what do you mean? Oh, just like overall scores? Yeah, what were you? Uh, you were 64 and something? 64 and 56. Mm-hmm. You were 62 and 58. Okay, okay. I'll remember those numbers. I won't write them down. No, you okay. won't. <laughs> All right. Yeah. That's our picks. And Kay. then it's Ravens Saints Monday, but we don't do Mondays. Yeah, fuck Mondays. Uh, hot take. Hot takes. Um, My hot take is that the Toronto Raptors will be the two seed. In the East this year. Gross. And that the Bucks will win 66 games. Bucks, 66 games. Okay. Yeah, so that makes um, 66 you could, you and 16. Just, could have just said 69 and really been good. Ooh. You fucked up. That would have been nice. You fucked up, A.A. Ron. Mm. Uh, all right. My hot take is we are going to get a Jordan Love starting game oh. at some point this season. Fuck. Yep. Just do it now then. Just like it's just shoot the fucking horse at this point, Green Bay. I am sorry. Like this is, is the horse Aaron Rodgers. Are we just murdering <laughs> the him? The horse is the entire team except Brian Gutekunst. I, everyone who's shitting on Brian Gutekunst can suck my left nut right now. Okay. That's all he has. I'm honest like about this whole thing. I don't understand why Goody gets this heat. And Green Bay fans, we have such a, a a connotation around us that makes us look 
unintelligent because of us shitting on our general manager when in all reality we're spoiled (sighs) like just fucking look at the team it sucks the team sucks acknowledge the team sucks Aaron sucks gosh quick hits quick hits I have some fire quick hits today Uh, I have a lot of good ones but I gotta open up my notes so I because I don't remember any of them but now Dave, let's start this off with a joke. Um, knock, knock. Well, that's... It, listen, who's there? Uh, oh, um, why... Oh, here, I have a better one. <laughs> why didn't the pepper participate in archery, archery? Knock, knock. Who's there? Arizona Coyotes. Oh, they're bad. Arizona Coyotes' newest sponsor is Goodwill. Let's go! <laughs> what? What? Bro, found this out. They got new helmet sponsors, and the fucking Arizona Coyotes are using Goodwill as their newest helmet sponsor for the 2022-2023 season. Uh, first of all, Goodwill is huge on the West Coast. Uh, that Thrifting yeah. is a thing. Yeah, I, I do know that. But like Goodwill, like Savers and shit, and uh, what what's the um, the Goodwill for all electronics? It's like the Grid or something mm, like that. That's Everything's cool. insanely overpriced. So well, never go there. But this story now with Arizona being the cheapest franchise in all of professional sports in the North American leagues, they also are one of the worst franchises they yeah. remember were like getting kicked out of their arena cheap I meant, as hell i meant to have that in my quick hits last week did you see their locker room yeah that looks so it's, it's not a locker room it's just a convention hall with, with a curtains. bench yeah yeah and it's like fucking a cooler terrible. yeah there's like people commenting under like oh uh, it looks like they got a place for their stuff and place to keep their drinks cool with a flat screen tv like listen bro flat screen tv is not a cool amenity anymore (laughs) you can get a flat screen tv for a hundred dollars okay and i don't even know if they're paying those guys that anymore based on what their conditions are yeah um next mark cuban pickleball vibe league you heard about this? Yes, I did. Uh, Mark Cuban's going to be the owner of a pickleball league, and we are afraid for the future of pickleball. Pickleball is just getting way too hyped way too fast. You're man. like, now you're like hip. You think that pickleball was a hipster sport, and then like the OGs are going to be like, oh, now the main kids are on it. Well, first of all, it definitely was a hipster sport. Let's just be honest here. Okay, yeah. But also, like everyone's getting into it way too fast way too fast we're like like, we love pickleball we're like fuck the mainstream it's not even that though it's just like i don't know it feels it feels like we're not gonna be able to enjoy the sport well the thing is that's what i'm gonna that's what i'm feeling the way i feel about it is while pickleball is an elite sport to play i'm gonna say that if you just want to go play a sport and you're between the ages of 10 and 80, 
I mean, it's hard to beat pickleball. Just, like, go have fun and play a sport with, like, your friends or someone just for the day, right? Yeah. I'm afraid they're going to be disappointed when you watch it on TV. Oh, hell no. Dude, I watch that shit. Eh. I watch them, man. It's it's so fast. It's uh, the fastest sport out there, dude. I mean, I don't know. Like, how cool is it going to be between dip a dip a dip a dip a dip? You know? You no, know, you could just dip a dip up your fucking ass. I'm just how, saying. How dare you? Um, Mark Cuban's going to ruin pickleball. Oh, he's going to make so much money, that asshole. Um, I'm going to do two more, okay? Just to warn you. You see this guy in this MMA uh controversy alexander pezarov no um he's being investigated unfortunately was found dead um in moscow but they're saying this cause of death could be from eating poisoned watermelon what yeah um like salmonella could be a thing again and apparently ravaging through watermelons right now oh that's terrifying so be careful of the watermelons that you might fuck yourself thanks for bringing uh, that up just just make sure that was more of a psa for all you guys right now um still investigating but that's kind of the correlation him and his wife watermelons both of them died well she's not dead she was like unconscious um i i think she's okay i think she's still alive but yeah, he passed away. So crazy stuff. Then um last thing I have. You remember Taco Fall? Yeah. Um Taco Fall went to China. All right. He plays overseas now. And the motherfucker's turning into Will Chamberlain now over there. Okay? Not quite as dominant, I'll say that. But he's aver- he just put up a game uh day before Halloween. Twenty two points, eight rebound or uh, eleven rebounds, had an assist, seven blocks game before. Every game seems to be getting like three, four, seven, five, two. I mean, he's absolute freak. And Taco Fall is being celebrated as like a legend over there in China. And I'm going to Double down a hot take and say Taco Fall will be a Chinese Hall of Fame basketball player. <laughs> Yay. Him the likes of uh Yan Ilian and Stefan Marbury. <laughs> yeah, like That's it. That's all that's in the Hall of Fame over there. Oh my fucking god. All right. Uh my turn. Uh First of all, I'm surprised we haven't brought this up. You didn't bring it up. The XFL revealed their team names and logos, Mm -hmm. dude. Yes. We got a lot of uh, some repeat names. So, like, um, was it the uh, Arlington Renegades are back? DC Defenders are back. St. Louis Battlehawks, Houston Roughnecks, and Seattle Sea Dragons. Happy to see the Sea Dragons back, by the way. Well, it was just the Dragons before. Uh, no, they were the Sea Dragons. So. They were the they were the Dragons. Okay, well, you can be wrong. It's okay. I'm talking about like before, before. Mm. So thanks. Mm. Uh, but new teams: Vegas Vipers, which I I dig their logo. Who were yeah. in Tampa before? But yeah, I think Vegas looks way better on them. Yeah. Uh, Orlando Guardians, who were in New York before, but now yeah. Orlando. Yeah. 
And the San Antonio Brahmas. Brahmas. What's a Brahma? Uh, like a bull. Oh, okay. I can I can get down with that. Yeah, thing. it's a it's a type of. Oh, I guess I could have looked at the logo and figured that out, but obviously I didn't see that. Yeah. Uh, what do you What do you think? I don't. I, dude, I really dig Houston Roughnecks logo. I was just thinking about the Brahma logo and how I thought that was pretty clean looking. Yeah. Uh, there's. I think they're all pretty pretty solid i'd be curious to see how a san antonio football team does it's a big area too and obviously texas massive football community and i I, for future reference like maybe the nfl team could sneak a team in san antonio if the market holds i don't see why not um worst logo though goes to the arlington renegades it's just boring i mean orange and green is weird for sea dragons to be fair well they're mainly green it's the, if if like the logo or the color schemes uh, sticks, they're mainly okay. green. Okay. So uh, yeah, had to bring up the XFL. Uh, next, <laughs> there is a uh, a giant cutout of Lionel Messi that is standing in an Argentinian river right now, the Kerala River. Mm. Did you see that? No. Uh. There is, when I say giant, take a guess as to how much. Um, 10 feet. Try 30 foot tall oh. Lionel Messi. <laughs> Dog. Our goat. Look at this shit. Holy it's shit. It's gigantic. Where is this? In Argentina. I mean, yeah, obviously. The Kerala River. Yeah. That's put up badass. Put up in the middle of the Kurungatu Kadavu River yeah, at Pulavur in Kerala's Kozhidoki. Mm-hmm. Kozhikodi. Yeah. Okay. What? That was English. Yeah, that hurt. Mm-hmm. That hurt sure. real bad. Um, That's pretty sick, though. Yeah, it is. Uh, People, I can't tell you enough. It is gigantic. Um, and obviously they did that because it's, it's Argentina, World Cup coming up in Qatar. And uh, Lionel Messi is God down there. But no right? World Cups. Not yet. Ooh. Uh, no. We won't watch. <laughs> uh, next, um, did you see the the New York Times game that they put out? No. I want to shout it out because it's pretty fun. I played it this morning. It is the umpire game. Oh. Where they play uh, the, like uh, like pitches at pitch speed uh, over the, the, um, the batter's box. And it's your job to kind of guess whether or not that's uh, like a ball or a strike. Okay. And um, it, it honestly, I'm not, I like... I, I did it. I aced it 100%. Um, but on, on top of what else is really cool is that that is an actual pitch from this past season. Okay, I'm going to do the umpire game right now live here. Oh, well, I mean, this is going to take a minute. So, um, sure, but... No, just go ahead. You oh, go. okay. Also, too, the, because of uh, through this, um, also need to shout out that Rob Manfred is talking about um, instituting automated umpires by 2024. Jeez. So this is kind of like the way that 
you know, they get around this shit. Um, but yeah, I, I wanted to shout out that game and thought like, uh, it's pretty rad. I wish they had more pitches. Like I wish I could just play it constantly. Right. But I understand you can't do, you know, all that stuff. Last but not least, have you ever heard of Sahar Shinwari? No. Well, she is a Pakistani actor. Mm. And uh, you might be wondering where I'm going with this. Well, she is a big soccer fan and a big big fan of, uh, obviously, Pakistan, who has just recently lost uh, a match um, to Zimbabwe. Uh, so Shahar Sinwari uh, then was talking about an upcoming match with Zimbabwe against India. And if Zimbabwe, uh, quote, miraculously beats India, she will go to Zimbabwe and marry a man. Mm. So we have stuff to look forward to. Maybe uh, Shinwari can uh, go and find a new husband. I just got my first call wrong. How's that feel, bro? Dude, that was a nasty pitch by Joe Musgrove. Not going to lie. That last one? The second to last one, Uh, I think. I think that was the last one, actually. I mean, it was, uh, or it says one left. It was just right there. Yeah, it was pretty good. Oh, it was the last one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, it was. Yeah. Yep. So Uh, I got six out of seven. But that, yeah, that last pitch I called a ball. It's hard being an umpire, man. Man, fuck them guys. They make a lot of money. Get your job better. I just sat here chilling doing it right here. Come on, easy. Yeah, and you still got one wrong. All right. I also do have uh, more cheating stuff, too, with this cornhole What league. the fuck? I know. I what, totally where, why didn't you do that before? I know. I forgot. Um, <sighs> real quick, bag gate. Devon Harbaugh complained that Mark Richards and Philip Lopez were using bags that were smaller than regulation in the finals. They also weighed less and were too thin. Oh my God. No one cares anymore. Everyone wants the upper edge. It's crazy. Crazy. You ain't good if you don't cheat, dog. Like how you cheat and just throw in one quick hit after my quick hit. Re- but the it, was, it was a really quick All hit. All the time. It was just a really quick hit. Fucker. Really quick. It wasn't even a quick. It was really quick. Now I'm going to. Uh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. It's fine. Uh, do you want to record that uh, one thing for after the for the project? Should we tell these people about it? Should we put that up? Or <laughs> I, I no? didn't know this was going to be in here. I, no, I'm just like. So we're gonna record a thing. I just think it's funny that we're gonna record a thing for uh, my school project, and. The plan is to make a baseball lineup out of uh, fairy princesses. Disney Disney princesses. princesses. Sorry. Fairy princesses. Why did I say fairy princesses? That was really stupid. I know. (laughs) So if you guys want to hear that, let us know. That's what I'll say right there. I don't know. Might be something fun to throw in a segment one time if we need to fill time. But we're going to wrap this one up, I think, today. A lot of shit. Pretty busy week. Sports Equinox. Last one was yesterday or Wednesday. So they're gone for a whole year. 
that's it. Um, thank you guys so much for listening to Down the Wire. If you guys enjoyed this episode, make sure you download us. Download us wherever you get your podcasts. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Pandora. I don't care wherever. If you don't want to download us, you can show us some love by checking us out on thechairshot.com. And if Houston loses, I will fly down to Houston and find someone to marry Thomas to. Peace. Every time we do it, y'all, we do it with fire. Yeah. Sports podcast down the wire. Every time we do it, y'all, we do it with fire. Yeah. Sports podcast down the wire. Down the wire. Yeah. Down the wire. Yeah. Tom and Dave works. Yeah. Down the wire. Yeah. Down the wire. Yeah. Down the wire. Yeah. Tom and Dave works. Yeah. Down the wire. Yeah. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.